0: Hi, let's join Fred Kuhn now for another in-depth interview.
1: Hi everybody. We have a great show today on marijuana in the workplace. Timely, relevant, controversial, and we have an expert today, Joe Atchison, who's going to talk to us and answer a lot of questions that I'm sure all of us have. Joe's the Senior Vice President of Business Strategy. He's a top compliance specialist. He's got 30 years of HR experience. I could go on and on and on about his background, and he is board chair and executive director of HR ComTrack, a human resource compliance training and knowledge center. Joe, welcome.
0: Well, welcome, Fred, and thank you very much for having me be part of your presentation today.
1: For everybody that wants to know about Joe's background, it'll be posted on the website under the uh, guest biography, so please check Joe out. Joe, we're talking about a very relevant topic today marijuana in the workplace. It's so controversial right now. What is it? 26, 23, 26 states or more, maybe, have voted in at least medical marijuana, and many have voted in recreational marijuana, and it presents issues for employers. So let's start with. What the challenges are, what industries are affected by these changes in the way America is now perceiving marijuana?
0: Oh, boy, Fred, that's a loaded question, and I'm smiling as I uh, look forward to responding to it. But I would say as you take a look at uh, what industries are primarily affected, I'm going to go to the generational aspect. As you take a look at industries that are hiring more of the youth, the younger millennials, And younger from that standpoint, you're going to see, uh, obviously, a higher utilization of marijuana, and that affects their drug testing policies, turnover rates, and a variety of different things from that perspective. It's kind of intriguing, though, because it doesn't end there, of course, when you take a look at, and you're correct several states have uh, medical marijuana laws in place. In addition, there's, uh, I believe right now, 12 states that have recreational marijuana in place as well. And so when you're looking at the combination and you're looking at what we'll call the older generation workers, you're seeing medical marijuana utilization in conjunction with recreational marijuana and about roughly two-thirds of the country are either supporting or have used marijuana in their lifetime so from that standpoint it's affecting all industries low pay younger youth type industry predominantly but when you take a look at it from other industries as well if you look at it from software, technology, you look at it from retail, uh, business to business, professional sector, you're going to find uh, potentially a high utilization of marijuana, either medical or recreational in those industries as well.
1: It seems to me if I were running a manufacturing plant and I had precision work out there on the plant floor or dangerous work. Having workers under the influence of marijuana would be a problem. Yet, I read in a number of HR publications that we've sort of adopted, many companies are adopting the don't ask, don't tell instead of testing now because it's so prevalent. Is that true?
0: The answer is yes and no. There's still some industries that are enforcing zero tolerance or have zero tolerance. Uh, drug testing or alcohol uh, policies in place and I'm glad you asked that question because I want to go to OSHA whistleblower here just for a second and I want to give our listeners a forewarning when they take a look at zero tolerance types of drug policies as an example uh, if someone has a work related injury that generates a workers comp case and their policy is that all workers comp claims Individuals that file workers' comp claims have to undergo a drug test, drug alcohol test, as an example. It seems like that could be a logical policy given the fact that it's uh, a workers' comp type of uh, condition or occurrence, accident or injury at the workplace, especially in manufacturing. But I'm going to stop you there just for a second and say, was the occurrence near miss? injury, accident, exposure, was that caused by the individual being under the influence of marijuana or alcohol, as an example? To give you an overall site example, let's say for, uh, you have an administrator who works in an office at a manufacturing plant, no big deal, suffers carpal tunnel at work, files a worker's cop claim. And the employer says, well, I know it's carpal tunnel, but our policy says that we're going to have you drug tested. That person tests positive for use of either medical or recreational marijuana and gets terminated. Did the use of marijuana have an outcome or create the carpal tunnel? The answer is no. Right, Fred? Therefore, from that standpoint, why did you terminate the person? And so that goes against OSHA's whistleblower compliance or regulation so that if the person But how would that be whistleblowing,
1: Joe? uh, They're not blowing the whistle on anybody. How would that fall under that OSHA regulation?
0: uh, Thank you, Fred, for the question. It's, uh, It's a great one. It's the complexity of the definition of whistleblower. The whistleblower is, in fact, the individual that has a carpal tunnel. So in other words that individual is protected under the whistleblower clause cannot be terminated because the condition or being under the influence of marijuana had zero effect on the outcome i.e. carpal tunnel and so it's protection under the whistleblower believe it or not it's the OSHA regulation under whistleblower is Broad enough, and the language does protect it. I want to be clear here, though, Fred, from the standpoint that it doesn't prevent an employer from doing mandatory drug testing if, in fact, the occurrence accident, mere miss, or injury like a manufacturing employee hitting uh, a post in the middle of the plant or something like that that you would drug test that person if that person was under the influence of marijuana as an example did being under the influence of marijuana have an impact on the accident itself or made that accident more severe i.e slower reaction time
1: all right joe that begs the question who decides whether that's causal or not
0: okay the decision is made by the employer subject to the regulations uh, established by OSHA as well and the individual's drug testing policy. And so those that have zero tolerance drug testing policy, I have a suggestion for them. Number one is always seek legal counsel when you write some of your policies, especially your drug zero tolerance under today's standards. But consider language that states something similar to this. If an employee is engaged and there is an occurrence or near miss, and that occurrence may have been a direct result of the employee being under the influence, or the severity of the occurrence is greater if the individual is under the influence, that employee will be subject to drug testing. See the difference?
1: Yes, I do. The world is made for lawyers. Exactly. And so uh, uh, so we've kind of covered some of the issues here and the zero tolerance we just covered. If you could pick three things that you would sit down with a corporation CEO or the board of directors and say to them, hey, guys and gals, this is what needs to be done. One.
0: Number one is review your zero tolerance drug policy and make sure that you incorporated some language very similar to what I had indicated. So that's number one. I would be cautioning employers to having a solely and exclusive zero-tolerance policy. Number two is stay on top of state regulations as it pertains to individuals under the having a medical marijuana card, as an example. The majority of states, fortunately by majority, I'll say 80% of the states plus still have in place regulations or allow an employer to take legal action, disciplinary action against an employee if they're using medical or recreational marijuana and it's going against their policy. So the good news is the majority of the states, including California, support that in Colorado.
1: If the state law is equal to or greater than the federal law, state law applies?
0: State law will apply under regulation. The answer is yes, because marijuana, regardless if it's recreational or medical, is still a class one substance, controlled substance under the federal guidelines. So it's still an illegal substance under federal law. They're taking a what I'll call so Colorado
1: says no it's okay marijuana is not a we don't consider it a dangerous thing therefore you can have it so how do sure. people work in that state with companies aren't companies confused Joe caught between the federal and the state
0: the state and federal laws are both applicable from that standpoint when we take a look at Colorado state law It specifically states in Colorado that if an employee is under the influence of medical or recreational marijuana, and the employer has what I'll call a zero tolerance drug policy in place, that employee has breached that policy and is subject to disciplinary action up to including termination. They can Now, when we look at some other states, Fred, it gets kind of interesting because, uh, as an example, some states have uh, regulations, only a few, where if an individual is taking medical marijuana for an Americans with Disability Act type of condition, and that is their treatment, that it may, put quotation marks around it, be excluded from their zero tolerance drug policy. I'll give you an example. Uh, This was actually a union case in New York. I think it was 2017. It's kind of an interesting case where a limousine taxi cab driver subject to random drug testing was caught up uh, his time in the random. They drug tested him. He tested positive for marijuana, has a medical marijuana. They took action and terminated the union driver, taxicab limousine driver. However, under the state of New York, the law is fairly specific where it states that if the individual is under the care of a health care provider, has a medical marijuana card, then under the state of New York Compassionate Care Act, you can't take action against that taxicab driver. In other words, he, there wasn't an accident or anything along that line. It was just picked up in a random, no causal reason for that. So, therefore, they couldn't take action and they had to reinstate. Kind of interesting, isn't it?
1: It is. And I, I wish we could go on. I've got one more. I'm going to just extend this show. Um, oh, thank so you. One more question. Let's take New York and juxtapose it to Mississippi or Alabama or Oklahoma or one of the states where we know that very conservative laws exist in this regard. How does that work there?
0: Well, when you do a comparative, uh, in some states, it's much uh, simpler, even in some states with recreational. For example, Colorado still, if you have a zero tolerance policy in place and you enforce that policy, then you have a right to enforce it on any in the individual that's either utilizing it for medical or recreational purposes, except period. Except if
1: they fall under the OSHA. I, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, except for the OSHA uh, criteria. Don't you the, just love it? get
1: back to the deep south, south of the Cotton Curtain. So you know that's a conservative block down there, legislatively. I've, I've worked in uh, there, and I know it's legislatively very conservative. How does it work there?
0: Well, it uh, generally speaking, I, and I know put quotations around general, is that they still look at marijuana as a being a controlled substance, even if they have medical or recreational under federal law, and it allows the employer to take action against employees, generally speaking. But again, I encourage you to make sure that you're up to speed on your state laws. And so it gets a little bit complex when you look at some of the uh, East Coast states, but southern states it's still fairly uh, solid when it comes to employer rights uh, when you're looking at drug testing
1: bottom line what i've heard is all companies better be very consistent in what they do
0: consistency 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 right and documentation documentation, (laughs) documentation
1: documentation Absolutely. We have uh, spent a wonderful time. Joe, I'm sorry I have to cut this off. I really am. Would you agree to come back and we can explore this in further detail?
0: In oh, I'd love to, Fred. It? Great.
1: Yeah. Folks, we've yes. been visiting with Joe Atchison, a very experienced lifetime certified senior professional in human resources, and his credentials you can find in the guest biography section of our website. Joe, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Well, thank you, Fred, for for having me. I enjoyed our discussion. Thanks for joining us. If you wish to speak with Fred, or you want a transcript of this interview, send an email to podcast at com. See you soon.